Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. Have you ever had that sinking feeling where you leave something behind in an Uber? Dave and Mahoney. Oh, yeah. I've left a wallet behind before. I've left a pile of vomit behind before. My dignity. Uh, yeah, I've, I've made some mistakes in an Uber before. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Dave, why don't we start off today's show? With some bad news. Some bad news, some devastating news, I would say. Uh, Mahoney has been so excited for the last several days because he got some new lights for the studio. We do a stream every day, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. Uh, but Mahoney takes a lot of pride in getting the studio looking right. Yep. And uh, the lights were supposed to be here yesterday, so they'd be ready to go for the show today. And... Mahoney accidentally had them shipped to his old address. No, I didn't have oh, them shipped to my old sure. address. I'll yeah. show you. I looked. I thought that may be the case. Uh, yeah, it was, wasn't FedEx. your fault. FedEx sent them to the wrong city. Okay. Oof. That's yeah. on FedE. Yeah, that's bad. Um, but their arrow pointed the wrong way this day. <laughs> uh, that kind yeah, of look, look that... at my phone, Audrey. I'm looking, it says, Mahoney. Let's see. Incorrect at uh, you know at FedEx destination. Incorrect address, and then back at the FedEx. Location. Maybe if FedEx paid their workers more, they would be able to punch in the. Yeah, isn't that's that the right. Yeah, isn't yeah. this what we say for Probably everybody's incompetencies for this day? FedEx. Like I, legit I really think- feel like that's the, the excuse that we give everybody this day. It's like, well, if they got paid more, <laughs> <laughs> I would be paying attention. Maybe if you my paid fries me more would money. be crispier, or maybe my lights would get to the Dude, proper destination, Mahoney. Speaking of fries okay. and crispiness, okay, okay. Sorry to derail, Dave. If no. you're in a oh line, a fast food line, yeah. And there's like 10 cars in front of you. Furious. It's lunch. Mm-hmm. And you I'm hungry. Get, how, how is it possible? How in the world is it possible to get cold fries? That's a how? very good question. Like, I waited for 15 minutes. How do you give me cold fries? You got I the last of we, the fries. We are at McDonald's. Oof, Every person is getting fries. Every person. How are we not getting hot ass like burning your hand you fries. Gotta pay the fries more. They want to be there. You know? Why is they it show that when up. you get those piping hot fries that are you know they're too hot to eat? Still do it. We still we we have no self control. Just mm-hmm. like ow, this burn in my mouth. It's a good kind of burn. <laughs> or I'll put him. I don't know why. On the vent? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, my blowing is going to do any different than the vent blowing? Yeah. But my wife does that sometimes. If she get, like, a, a little Starbucks sandwich for the kids, and it's too hot, but the kids are screaming for it, she'll straight up hold that thing out the window. <laughs> just cruising <laughs> down the interstate. Just going to be pigeon food if you're not careful. <laughs> you know, the, it, it's kind of got some S&M undertones, because if you order a small fry, S&M. Oh. Small fry, so, yeah. You know, we had somebody and recently who told us that we need to start focusing a little bit better. <laughs> Nailing it. Dave and Mahoney. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. There's a lot of sporting events and concerts that have just gotten totally out of control when it comes to the price. I mean, I remember seeing tickets to, like, the Minnesota Twins when I was a kid, the games that were, and they were, like, World Series champs backed up, you know, in, in short time frame from, yeah. you know, they won an 87 to 91. They had a good so, run. Yeah, I mean, they're an incredible team Kirby at the time. And Kirby Puckett was yeah. the man. Yeah. You remember Kirby Puckett. I mean, he looked great in them pants. <laughs> he had that booty. That's right. He was thick before thick was a thing. But, yeah, I remember those tickets being like $10 a piece to go to the Metro. Yeah, you can go, you can go, you can, you can get bleacher seats in St. Louis. You could probably get them for 13 bucks. Yeah, but I mean, there's some sporting events that have just gotten absolutely ridiculous as far as the costs 
of what it takes to go to these events. I mean, if you're going to a football game, like a popular NFL team now, it's going to be 400 bucks a ticket, probably for decent seats. I went to a baseball game uh, over the weekend, Major League Baseball, and I ordered a hot dog, a liter of water, and a order of nachos. How much do you think I paid? Let's see. So for... Hot dog, It wasn't a full nachos. dog either. It was just a regular hot dog. I'm going to say you probably clo- close to 50 bucks is what you paid. Dave, your thoughts? <sighs> hot dog, nachos, liter of water. That water was 10 bucks. There's no I think I think you're right. I think water like was $8.99. Oh, okay. I think like 43 bucks. Yeah. $39. I'll say this, though. Hot dog was cold. Oh, yeah. God, of course it was. And hot dog. the nachos, first off, gave me... Triangle chips. Oh, I thought you were going to say it gave you diarrhea. It gave me triangle chips. <laughs> Which is much worse than diarrhea. And <laughs> only one thing of nacho cheese. What? A hundred chips. What? That is one a, tiny ramekin, ramekin of, of nacho cheese. What was, in the movie theater did they do to you? Dude, I'm like, who in the world thinks this is the proper amount of cheese for this amount of nachos? I am so sorry that you had to undergo that Thank travesty you. and this heartbreak I share with you today. Thank you. So the the uh, F1 event just happened in Miami. And we know that F1 is like super high end. It's kind of almost like Elitist. elite class. Yes. Like in order to go to this event. I mean, the packages for the F1 race that's coming up in Las Vegas. You're talking about $5 million ticket packages and yeah. stuff like that. Crazy. Uh, but now we actually know like how much it costs to do exactly what you did this past weekend, which is just to go get some snacks. Okay. So if you go to the F1 race in Miami, uh, they had the Hard Rock Beach Club, which was probably the most outrageous. I don't know how it stacks up against all the other ones, but they singled this one out for a reason. They were selling some uh, some main lobster rolls. How much do you think those? A were? lobster roll, you're probably paying. I mean, I would pay at a, at a game for a lobster roll. I would guess twenty five dollars on the high end. Four hundred and fifty dollars for a lobster rolls. A fruit salad was two hundred and ninety five dollars. The nachos that you were just talking about, but these were carne asada nachos, two hundred and seventy five bucks. So, and if you want some I could chilled buy, shrimp, it's five hundred dollars. That's bananas. I saw a, a photo of a like wagyu sandwich that they made, and it looked like the dinkiest podunk lunch sandwich that you've ever seen in your entire life. So I want to know what these 400 and whatever Dude, style nachos were. If you want yellowfin tuna pokey, it's $350. Dude, why don't like here's here's what's insane. Watermelon and tomatillo salad is 250 bucks. You can go to the Masters in Augusta, which arguably is probably the, one of the most hollowed events in all of sports, and you can get a dollar pimento cheese and beer. Yep. That's really like I mean, a, a pimento steal. cheese sandwich and a dollar, like a dollar twenty-five beer, something wow. like that. Yeah, you that's just can't crazy. get in because like, there's like a lottery and all yeah. of that stuff. And we've been trying, trying for years. For 12, and it's 13, it never <laughs> happens. But maybe they uh, yeah. know it's you. Yeah. Have you ever thought of that? <laughs> is that what it is? There's like everyone else gets in, not you. <laughs> but that's crazy. I mean, I would you. That's more than a ticket to fly out there from anywhere. It's wild, man. It's just insane. I don't know who these humans are. If you pay $300 for nachos, I hope you go bankrupt. Yes, you are irresponsible with your money. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. How do you all feel about relationships where each partner shares the location with the other? Isn't that just like a little creepy? Message deleted. A little too far for me. That is uh, that is not what I need either direction. I, uh, you know, 
certainly implicitly trust my wife no matter what. And uh, I Why would hope that that's the same. Why do you think it would be tied to untrustworthiness? Why else would you need to know that? Like, they're neat. for me, I'm not saying this is for everyone. For me, I need some level of personal space. Yeah. That's just me. Same. I don't want to share bank accounts. I don't want to be looking in each other's phones. I don't want to be sharing location. That, See, that's my bad. My boyfriend and I share locations, but I don't think of it like that literally even in the slightest bit. I mean, me and all Why my girlfriends share, share locations as well. Why? I'm, just, um, uh, you know, I'm, not, I'm not saying that... I'm not disagreeing with the idea. I just literally don't understand like what the upside is. So to be completely honest, yeah. I think I was like going somewhere or doing something and then like I we just shared our locations and it's just been turned on ever since. Same with all of my friends. Like if I am going somewhere, I've shared the location. And a lot of times girls, they'll use that to be like, oh, is she really on her way? Like how far along the line is she actually to reaching her destination? See, I, I prefer to reserve the right to lie. Yes, I'm on the way. There's just traffic. It's funny. It's just funny that you, that <laughs> I wonder if that's a universal thing. If people really do feel that it's tied to untrustworthiness or whatever, because I don't, I, feel. I don't yeah. view it like that literally at all, at all. If my wife was like, "Hey, share your location with me," I'd be like, "Why?" Well, because yeah, I'm not I mean, that's anything, fair. But still, like, what why? are the implications of that? Like, yeah. And again, like I just asked you the upside, and it's, it seems like there's very little. So it feels like, yeah, especially like this far in. Dave, yeah. If 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 all this was of a like sudden, we've been doing this yeah. for years, yeah, yeah. all of a sudden, you know, a decade into the relationship yeah. or whatever, they're like, send me your location. You're like, oh, I would, <laughs> I would never send. I have a couple friends who sure shared their locations with me, which I unshared because I don't want to know where they're at. No, what? Don't tell me. Yeah. I've no. asked you guys to share your locations no, with me, I, I, and I would share mine back. No, I do not want to be responsible for but you. But it's kind of like you're watching like a little sim, like just bouncing around, like doing whatever. No. Like it's like, oh, Mahoney's going at home. Oh, Mahoney's <laughs> at home again. <laughs> Love you like a sister. I uh, spend enough time around you. I don't need to know where you Come are. Come on, man. You don't want to know. No, I'm fun. You can like watch like my yeah, location. Fun. Like, you just like, sit in your apartment <laughs> staring at the wall again. <laughs> I might go to lunch. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys. If God sneezed, what would you say? <laughs> Message deleted. <laughs> Nothing, because I mind my business. And you, so should you. You don't say bless you when someone sneezes? Depends on who they are. What? So what? Is, what? You don't Who bless? gets a bless you and who does not? People who look like they deserve one. You? Oh, I judge. You reserve and your how they And how they sneeze. Of- if they If they cover it up. There's plenty of, if you if you sneeze and you're just like spraying it all over the room, no, I, I, you're getting a, not a bless you. You're I'm getting just trying a, to boost you. your immune system, man. Yeah. I'm just trying to get these immune systems. Take a Claritin, oh. you I, allergy-ridden okay. son of a bitch. Listen, Mahoney, you and I have both talked about it. We're off of the we're off of the the Claritin. That that stuff don't work. Yeah. We're just over here sneezing. You sneeze too, dude. You yeah, sneeze I just as much up, as me. Your, your location is going to be on my S list. Please leave a message after the tone. Do you drive or do you ride a motorcycle? Can someone please tell me so people stop yelling at me for no reason? Message you drive a motorcycle. No, you, no, ride, you ride a motorcycle. You ride a motorcycle. I mean, but is driving not technically Anything whatever you're you doing with a wheel? You ride. Yeah, you don't a, drive a boat? No, you sure you drive a boat. But you don't ride in a boat? No, you don't you're ride not in a stra- car? No, no Again, you're not straddling. Anything do you, you straddle, you you're dri- riding. Do you drive a horse? Technically, you're steering stop, a horse. Stop, you're no. steering a horse. You're straddling it. Trust me. Anything you're straddling, you are riding. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. So Mahoney hits me up last week and he goes, hey, uh, Dave, we're going to go have cigars with the big boss. And I'm like, okay, that sounds that sounds great. 
did you set that up or did he set that up? Uh, he, like a couple of weeks ago, as I was going to my car and he was leaving, he said, we got to do cigars soon. And I was like, yeah. And then on If you bring Friday, up cigars to Mahoney, Mahoney is going to see that through. There's a lot of things that he does not want to do. He is always down to smoke a cigar. I mean, there are things in life that I like. Yep. And I feel like, Dave, a, a lot of business and a lot of planning and a lot of our future can be... Uh, Planned out over, over some cigars. cigars. It's, it's yeah. a good time to sit down, relax, think, and really focus on what's in front of us. So we went, we walked in, and like, because a lot of cigar lounges will just be a cigar lounge and that's it. But this one had a full bar. And so it did surprise me when we sat down at the table when Mahoney decided that he was going to order some whistle pig old fashioned. So I was like, oh, it's going to be that kind of day, is it? Did the, he order them for, did you get one for our boss as well? He got something else. I think he's got some. He does like Tito's orange no, and No, I soda. think he just, he wasn't drinking because. He travels. And Dave and I are done with the day. Yeah. But I mean, Ish. was that, was that in a, inappropriate for me to order no. a whistle pig old fashioned? I was just surprised. Not in a bad way. I was just like, oh, We're okay. in, well, here's the thing, Dave. We're going to a new place that we have never been before. And when you're in a, a nice cigar lounge with a bourbon selection that is phenomenal, uh, I'm going to order a drink, especially when, I'm not, credit card. when I am not paying for it. <laughs> yeah, so the, the you know we had great conversation just hanging out, you know, talking with him, just sharing stories. And, you know, we sat there and chatted for about three hours. Two, three hours, two, yeah. Two, three hours. You and I, well, we stayed longer. Because, stayed a little longer, yeah. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, by the time it was all said and done, like he had to get up and, and head out after a couple of hours, as you'd expect. But there was one story that he told that I thought was really interesting and worth sharing. Um, and it wasn't even so much a story that just involved him. It was the story of him and Mahoney's history because they worked together and he actually fired Mahoney in San Diego many years ago. From Dave, Mahoney's, I was laid off. From Mahoney's first radio. But he says he was embarrassed by that. That he didn't remember it. Well, so it, it, it went a step further yesterday when he was telling the story because we're talking about, you know, him firing Mahoney and then... You know, he was the big boss down there as well. He goes, who actually did it? Like, who actually fired you? And Mahoney looked at him and went, you did. <laughs> and our boss goes, man, you are one entirely forgettable son of a bitch, aren't you? <laughs> Which is good. To because- be fair, though, Mahoney, you did not look like you do now. Like, I mean, like you literally did not look like the same. You don't look like the same yeah, I mean- human being at all. So, but here's the thing. It was 15 years ago Yeah, when, when all of that went down. And that was my first like morning show job that I've ever had. And my partner at the time, we were put together because we were politically polar opposites and we were doing a political talk show on the air. And so we would fight literally tooth and nail every day. And but that they would wanted go, you guys to do that, right? Yeah, yeah they, they put, did. They, they put and it was, you it was, in it was good radio. We just couldn't stand each other because we would get so heated you threw a chair at the at time. Him. Well, he threw, a, he threw a water bottle at my head. I threw a chair at him. Yeah. Uh, tomato, tomato. Yeah, it was good times. Yeah, you don't bring a water bottle to a chair fight. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. All right, Mike is joining us today for a round of the Movie Quote Quiz. Mike, what is your favorite movie of all time? My favorite movie is probably got to be The Breakfast Club, man. Okay. All right, so we've got some that are probably in that same time frame. So we've got movies from the 70s, 80s, 90s, and the early aught years. Uh, you got to get four out of the five in order to win today. Are you ready for the first one? 
Yes, sir. Do I have, like, lifelines? Yeah, you get some lifelines. If you need Mahoney or Audrey to help you out, Hello. you can use each of them one time. So good luck to you. Here we go with the first one. <sighs> Always with you. It cannot be done. Hear you nothing that I say. You must unlearn what you have learned. All right, I'll give it a try. No, try not. Do or do not. There is no try. So can he just say Ooh. the movie? He doesn't have to say the number or yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. You gotta say the number. No, man, that's too okay, tough. Okay, let's just see. Mike, do you know the movie? That sounds like Yoda. That does sound like Yoda. That's gotta be, yep. That's gotta be like I think the Empire Strikes Back, Star Wars. That is Star Wars, and The Empire Strikes Back is not correct, but we'll give it to you. Was it Return of the Jedi? Uh, right no, that was that was Episode Four, A New Hope. A New, a hope. new yeah. hope. Yeah. See, man, I don't. Oh. That so first, puppet, the puppet version of Yoda couldn't get down on it. Could not get down well, on you puppet like the Yoda. CGI version of Yoda better. I like CGI Dude, Yoda. That's oh, the I will fight you. craziest thing I've ever heard you say. It was like say. the most podunk Muppet version. Hated Dude, it. Can't. <laughs> The all CGI. Of the CGI they had in that movie that was fantastic for the 70s, the they come up with a puppet for Yoda. Yoda, in the uh, in episodes one through three where he was CGI, looks like his graphics aren't even as good as a Super Nintendo. Yoda started doing flips in the air, in and it was legit. Jedi. Like, yeah. they just tossed him across the room. You could, Yoda. <laughs> like, are you kidding There's me? There's so zero bad. chance okay. Yoda could ever do a flip. All right, here we go. <laughs> on to number two. You got you got a full point on the first one. Uh, this this next right. one is from 1989. You so much as oh. scowl at my niece or any other kid in this school, and I hear about it, and I'm coming looking for you. Take this quarter. Go downtown and have a rat gnaw that thing off your face. Whoa. Good day to you, madam. Oh, no, that one, man. Oh, I'm, wow. I'm out. I'm out. I mean, the great John Candy, maybe mm. one of the finest comic actors ever. Oh, that was uh, uh, Uncle Buck. Uncle Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Careful. <laughs> With Kieran Culkin was also in it. Uh, he was? Macaulay Culkin Macaulay was. Macaulay Culkin and Kieran. And was Kieran Culkin in that too? I yeah. believe so, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, excellent. Two for two. Here we go on to number three. This uh, this takes us back to 1994. Pop quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes 50 miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below 50, it blows up. What do you do? What do you do? Yeah, man. The original Bowser. You get off the bus. <laughs> <laughs> Fair, valid. <laughs> but you couldn't because he was being watched. Yeah. So it sounds like Audrey might be able to help you out with the lifeline if you need it on this one, Mike. You know what? I'm thinking, I think I know what it is, but I'm going to go with the lifeline. Oof. I hope so that it's right. It's Die Hard, right? No. No. Maybe. No. Maybe. It is speed. It is speed. Oh, see, yeah, I it was, but oh. is Die Hard with Vengeance not also when they're in the bus and they're going a certain speed no. and you can't? No. No. That's speed. Sandra Bullock, Keanu Reeves, Dennis Hopper, Dennis who Hopper, was yeah. the original Bowser slash King Koopa in the live action Mario Brothers Did movie. Did not know that. With John Leguizamo, which... Uh, I'm surprised hasn't been uh, making a comeback with the uh, popularity of the Mario movie these days. All right, Mike, you can win it right here if you get this one correct. Mahoney's still available as a lifeline. Also, did not like the judgment I got in this room for mixing up Speed, the great movie Speed with Keanu Reeves and Die Hard. Oh, dude, they're they're just like very, very, very similar. similar. They're not. No, no, they're, no, no, they're not. 
there was no. They are literally the same movie, different actors. Uh, They're not two people who are trying to like get a, out of a bad even, guy not, who not are both cops. Close. There was no, there was no like love interest in <laughs> Die Hard with a Vengeance. Sandra Bullock Sam, Samuel made L. me Jackson, feel some feels. Yeah. Samuel movie. L. Jackson, L. Jackson was in love. What, what year was that? That come out ninety four. So 94. I was thirteen. Yeah. And Sandra Bullock in nineteen ninety four was. Everything. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right, here we go, Mike. I thought Samuel L. Jackson was a beautiful character as well. All right. This one takes us to 1992. <laughs> Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Oh. Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. Why don't you leave her alone, Jimmy? Oh, you zip it, Doris. <laughs> All right, Mike, what do you think? Do you got it? That's Tom Hanks in uh, League of Their Own. That's Tom Hanks. Rosie O'Donnell's finest performance, without question. Uh, we also would have accepted Audrey after we tell her that Speed and Die Hard are not the They're same. They're the same movie, man. <laughs> are you crying? No. Are you crying? Dave and Ed Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. So now that anyone cares about the MTV Movie and TV Awards, which I didn't even know that they had changed it to the MTV Movie and TV Awards, uh, but what? there was a couple of notable wins that make me quite happy. What's that? Who, who won? I mean, like, literally, I have heard no news of the MTV Music and or TV Movie, movie and TV. Awards. So uh, The Last of Us and Mandalorian star Pedro Pascal has been named Best Hero at the pre-taped MTV Movie and TV Awards. Sure. He said during his speech, (laughs) I am a child of MTV. I grew up on MTV. This means the absolute world to me. So, uh, big fan of Pedro Pascal. Happy to see him win. And Mahoney, I know that you'll definitely appreciate this one because of your fandom of White Lotus, but Jennifer Coolidge, also a big winner at the award show this year. You love some Jennifer Coolidge, Stifler's mom. She, uh... I will say I'm glad that we are in the Coolidge Coolidge sense. Yeah, we're having a right renaissance now. or a, uh, a resurgence of Jennifer Coolidge, and I'm definitely here for that. I feel like, though, Absolutely. it's funny we're sitting here talking about the MTV Movie and TV Awards as being kind of like, oh, my gosh, I can't even believe that they were going on. Is that not the saddest thing? They didn't have an audience, apparently. Because- I mean, when, when, well, I mean, because the Drew Barrymore was supposed to host it, and then she dropped out of the last second because the writer's, writer's strike, strike is going on. And she said it was because of she wanted to be in solidarity with the writers. I think it was more like, hey, I don't want to look like an idiot on stage if there's no writers to write any of the scripts for me. Like, that's yeah. going to make me look pretty stupid as a host yeah. of the show. Yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise gave his acceptance speech for best performance in a movie. Was he there? While no way. apparently he flying was. a plane. What? No. No, he, he wasn't there. I thought that there was something saying that he like was flying through the air, Mission Impossible style, or something dramatic. No, so that, that's what it was. Like he did his, uh, he did his speech from an airplane. Okay, oh, so yeah, like, I just yeah. can't imagine. Like I just feel like Tom Cruise doesn't show up anywhere anymore. Fair. Is he even real anymore? Yeah, I don't know. He I, only shows up to church of the Scientology or whatever. I feel like that's it. Was Movie the last time in, in Scientology. Tom stuff. Cruise did like a, an appearance. Was the Oprah thing? Like, I don't know. No, I'm no. sure there's been that's things the last since memorable then. one, Dave. Yeah, I mean truly, I, it's. It's interesting to me, too, thinking about they're doing another Mission Impossible movie, and I was in the theaters watching the trailer for it, and I was just like, dude, everyone he has casted for the new movie, 50 plus. Yeah. And I'm like, this is 
everyone who is older who wants to watch themselves be casted into an action movie. Well, but there there isn't a I mean, you, Fast person. and Furious is no different either, you know? I mean, True. Fast and Furious 10. True. I mean, which, again, I haven't watched the Fast and Furious movie since Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift with Bow Wow. Who was he? When, when, he, when he was Lil Bow Wow at the time. But I will say this. I, I, watched the, I watched a trailer on YouTube in an ad last night, and I'm like, I kind of want to go see this. Yeah, it looks so it looks so stupid. <laughs> I kind of have to see. Was it, it the Hondas with the spoilers? No, it was you? the two. It was the two helicopters that shoot harpoons into uh, Vin Diesel's car, and then he <laughs> smashes them together. Ooh, yeah, I'm here Actually, for that. That does sound pretty cool. I'm in. Let's go movie date. So I just googled it, and I guess Tom Cruise showed up at that uh, F1 race in Miami with Shakira. Yes. No, they've been spotted. Oh boy. Were they like are they like a thing? No, what this is just what we say whenever we see cup celebrities out and about. It's like, are they rumors? Oh my gosh. No, they've been is spotted she, together. We'll see. Is she's she's s- divorced. She's divorced now? Being and divorcing. Divorcing was was it Enrique Iglesias? Was that the one? No. no um, that's Anna Kornikova. Yeah. yeah no, okay. she was she was recently in the spotlight, actually just like a few months ago, because her then husband was cheating on Shakira with another woman. What? You're cheating on Shakira? And the mother-in-law lives like right next door. So Shakira and her were like battling it out on the balconies. Like it was a whole dramatic thing. Wow. So yeah. she might be actually a pretty good fit for Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, that, that sounds pretty on brand. She's shorter. <laughs> there is that. This is Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs, but do you know them when they sound this bad? It's Cover Your Ears a Dave and Mahoney. Hey, Tina is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears today. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Excellent. Well, thank you for uh, for calling in today. Best of luck to you in this game. 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these songs. They're big popular songs, but they're done by people on the internet that maybe don't make them sound like the original. Like this first one, Mahoney, is from an artist just named... Mike. Okay, that's it. Mike Just uploaded Mike. this to YouTube, and uh, how many views does it 272 have? 272 views, so kind of middling, but 30 seconds on the clock. Let the full 30 seconds play out and then make your guess. Here we go, Tina. All the vampires walking through the valley, they move west down Ventura Boulevard and the bad boys they're standing in the shadows and the good Stop it right there. Do you got that one on your own? Or do you uh, need a little help? Um, I believe it's Tom Petty, Free Falling. That is right. There on the board with one. Uh, very <laughs> breathy. Feels like the bootleg version of the John Mayer cover. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> John like, Mayer did a cover of that song? Oh, yeah, yeah he did. Live in Los uh, Angeles, and it's very, very good. <laughs> uh, here we go. On to the second one. You're on the uh, board at the full point. So this next artist is named Ear Ray, and... Got 102 views on this. Ear Ray, like E A R R A Y. Uh huh. Okay. 102 views on this bad boy. It could also be eerie. 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 And 
we'll stop it right there. That um, harmonizing, just beautiful. I don't like to uh, to call people out because I couldn't do any better, but that sucked. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> I could never. Awful. They put their heart and soul into that, uh, Dave. Uh, heart and soul? Tina, what do you got? Um, I think it's under pressure. Um, Queen David Bowie. That is exactly <laughs> right. Yes. All right. So we are going to go to one that is the least popular of the day. It still has uh, 96 views. It's just a whole bunch of letters all jammed together. Ila Floyero, I think is how you say it. But it's easy for you to say. Here we, here we go on to number three. You're doing great. Two on the board already. There's a killer on the road. His brain is squirming like a That's what my annoying cellmate would sound like if I ever got locked in Never federal prison. Never sing in the shower and record yourself because that is what you sound like. Yeah, the acoustics uh, aren't always that good. Not great. Uh, any guess on um, that one, Tina? Or you need some help there? That one was really bad. Really bad. <laughs> yeah, I that one I don't know. I, I can't one. help you either, girl. Came together at the end for me. <laughs> did it? So Mahoney, it did. Mahoney can help it's, out with a lifeline? And I think it is a little more eerie of this, uh, kind of an eerie-ish song because it's The Doors. It is the doors. What's the song? That is Riders uh, of the Storm. Riders of the Storm. That is correct. Oh, that, that I would tough. not have gotten that I, in a million I didn't years. Get into I couldn't the last, even hear a word. The last five seconds. <laughs> the last five seconds for me. Yeah. I couldn't I hear a single word. Guys. I know. Yeah. I know. It's just that was really, yeah. really bad. Yeah. That's why this game is hard because yeah. you know the songs, you know the lyrics, you know everything about them, but it's whenever you got some dude in a bathroom singing himself, <laughs> recording on his iPhone, it's a little tough. A, like, were you using the actual bowl for acoustics? Were yeah. you singing directly into the bowl to get that uh, reverb. All right, here we go on to number four. You can win it right here. Mahoney is burnt as a lifeline. You can still use Audrey if you need her. Here we go. On to the fourth one, 30 seconds on the clock. And if somebody loved me like she don't, yeah, she don't. Yeah, she don't. Don't let me have you guys ever seen the video of that little kid singing that song with his dad? No. Oh, it's so cute. The dad will play the little riff on the guitar, and then the kid sings the hook right Why there. Why didn't we get that cover? Oh, it's because it's too good. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, that one uh, from the Night Owls only has 217 views. Not a lot of time on that one. Tina, do you know it for the win? Yeah. Oof. I'm, I don't know it. I'm not sure. <laughs> mm, I don't know that one either. Audrey, no? Nothing? Okay. It's all right. You, you, you can miss one. That was uh, tough. That's Don't Let Me Down by the Beatles. But there was a shorter oh. clip. So, oh, because yeah. that very end part. Don't let, let me, me cut down. on, yeah. cut yep. off. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> they're, they're a pretty small band. Most people don't know those yeah, guys. Yeah, Beatles. <laughs> Beatles, Smeatles, you know? Yeah. They're, they're just they're, <laughs> they're on the way most up. people they're, say. Yeah, they're trying. They're trying. Some indie maybe. band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Last one. You got to get a full point on this. Audrey's still available for a lifeline if you need her. This is from... Lin to E I L O E, whatever. 149 views on this one.
is like when you know that you've stayed out of the bar too late and the third cover band of the night comes on. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, I should have gone home two hours ago. Um, do you know that one, Tina, or do you need some help from Audrey? I believe it's Dream On, Aerosmith. For the win, you got Good job. There we go. Excellent. I would have been able to help you on that one. Sorry I could have helped you earlier. Doesn't matter. A win's a win, baby. You got it. You're listening to The Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, at what age do you think you were when you were at your peak sexual ability? Uh, Ability? Yeah. Ooh, boy. Uh, Audrey is closing her eyes so tight right now. Maybe, (laughs) like... 31? Ooh, 31. Okay, Audrey. Those hips were still moving. Audrey, you're 31 right now. Do you These feel like you're in your... These hips are cracking. Yeah, yeah. all right. Ouch. No, like, every no, time really I ouch. move, it like pops. I gotta, I'm, I'm starting to work, work on my pelvic floor. Oh. Have you ever heard of women doing yeah, that? Yeah, it's like, about it's like, pelvic floor. It's, it's like, like all of our pelvic, like our, our, we can't butterfly the way we used to or like do the splits the way we used to. So we got like stretch. I'm like, I am 100 years old stretching out my hip flexors right now. Well, the reason why I bring this up is not to put you guys <laughs> on the spot, but there is a senior sex therapist by the name of Joan Price. Okay. I like how they call her a senior sex therapist. Like, is, or do you just work with seniors, or did you, like, get promoted like, from, like, associate uh, sex yeah, therapist? journeyman is sex like therapist. like Dr. Ruth or whoever that lady was? She, Dr. Ruth is somehow still alive. Still alive. She's, she's I been believe, 85 for 100 years. I think years. she's... Let me, let me see how old Dr. Ruth she is. She went through World War II, y'all. Yeah, maybe World War I. <laughs> she ain't that old. <laughs> Uh, yeah, she's ninety four. Ninety four. Uh, she's ninety four. Getting out there. Getting out there. Still, uh, still working. <laughs> but this particular uh, sex therapist believes that sex actually gets better with age, despite what common societal beliefs are. For sure. Price, seventy seven years old, and has written several books on senior sex. Believes that older people can have more fulfilling sex lives because they have more time, experience, and emotional intimacy. No, I feel like that's that's valid. I mean, if you're if you're in the height of your career, you're also kind of like in the height of your prime of your age. So the stress, the combating stress between like work and then wanting to come home and decompress with sex. A lot of people, I didn't know this, don't want to do that. They don't want to like have to like work at sex after working all day. That seems like a lot. Well, also like like when when you have sex, you have kids. And you know what keeps you from having more sex is kids. Because it, 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 it was just like hard to find literally the time because... There's always somebody up, and you know you gotta hide it. Oh so. man! And if you lock the door, you just see little fingers yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> underneath the door frame, no, man. You like, need like you need like mall, you need like a, one of those like airlocking systems. Like if you were to go out into space, you know, yes. <laughs> at least two doors. One cannot open unless the other one is closed. Yeah. Well, you know what? Good for the old people who are out here, just like doing it, it you know yeah. literally I, mean, I love that for them that's something to look forward to Mahoney if we somehow make it to 60 may, no make it to like 75 I mean you know that's where we'll th- be in our sexual prime well, living I mean, in the villages well, you, women you always will talk be about sexually it. in their prime technically because it kind of like reverses yeah. with the low of T and then our libido speeds up so y'all are just going to be our sexual prisoners oh no <laughs> I'm taking a nap I'll be over exactly, here exactly <laughs> sexual prisoner <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney show segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, Dave and Mahoney, if you could bet on any fictional sports team, which team would it be and why? Message deleted. Talking about like a sports team from back in the day. The Mighty uh, Ducks. Th- I was just going to say the Mighty Ducks too. That's that's a great answer. Because I can't name any other fictional sports team other than like the Greyhounds from Ted Lasso. What about the the uh, the replacements? Remember that movie? What was the name of their team? 
The gla- was it Gladiators? Shane Falco was Keanu Reeves' yeah. character. Uh-huh. I don't know what the name of the team was. Uh, Chris, you know what the name of the team was from? The Washington Sentinels. Sentinels, that's what it was. Great team. Great movie. Absolutely would bet on them. Mostly because they played dirty. Yeah. What about the... Uh, what was the Sandlot's team? No, oh, those little morons. You can't bet, bet on them. Bet, bet <laughs> on those little, those we little should losers. be able to bet on kids' Little League games for real. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's, let's that's, make that's it, what we need. Let's, I mean, there's already, you know, all the kids who are playing in the Little League World Series are like 40 anyway. They've got, <laughs> they got a mortgage, two kids of their own. Yeah. You know, we should be able to bet on those. That's what I need. Instead of being an engaged father, I'm going to need something else to interest me in this game other than the fact that my child is playing in it. Let's bet. So I was talking to one of my friends yesterday, and he's a grandfather. And You got a friend that's a grandfather? He's a family friend. Oh, so he's older than you. Yeah, he's, he's at your he's, age he, and a grandfather. He's 60, like, no, no, he's 65. Yeah, that's, that's not that common. Like, my, my wife's or my wife's grandma, she was a grandmother at 36 years old. Good wow. For her. But that used to be a lot more it, common, yeah, right? Because everybody had kids when they were 18 yeah. back then. Uh, but I was talking to him, and he was going to, he had to drive uh, a couple hours to go see his grandkid in a basketball tournament that lasted literally all day. Yeah. He was there for, he said, 12 hours. What what do you mean? Like, give me the time that you're playing. I'm not going to come s- sit in the stands for 12 There's hours. multiple games. So it's yeah, tournament. Yeah, it's, it's like double it's headers. A tur- it's a, a tournament. I got, I got one game in there. But there oh, were three. You're so funny, Dave. You've got a little girl who's going into cheerleading. You think that you're not going to have to go if she che- if she decides to cheer competitively, like just on a squad. That's a whole day event, a whole weekend, and you have to you travel. travel. You're gonna be you're gonna be down yeah. in Anaheim. Yeah, constantly. you talk a big old game over like there, the dude. World Nationals are down in Orlando. Yeah, and then and then when she doesn't want me to show up, like because she'll be cheering in in college, all my creepy friends will be like, "Hey, Dave, let's go!" Like you monsters. Monsters. Hey, what's the largest amount of money you ever found on the ground? Seriously, it's okay. You can tell me. Message deleted. I found a Twenty once. I found a, a, a couple hundred dollars one time. I was walking through a casino and it was just cash. I mean, not that I would have been like honest and given it to somebody if it was in a wallet. Maybe I don't know, um, but it was a couple hundred dollars that uh, somebody had just dropped, and I was like, "Nice, cool." I saw a nickel on the floor the other day, and uh, I was like, nickel. "You poor, don't pick it up," and I picked it up. You picked it up. I was yeah. just like, "You're just like kicking myself the whole time," and, and I have fake nails, so it was so hard to pick up off the ground the entire time. <laughs> You're so like, fumbling, I'm like around fumbling for a nickel. For a nickel. <laughs> I'm like, oh. oh my god! I know, man. Like it was, it was tough. It was a tough day. Okay. Don't, so don't say that because everywhere you're gonna go, dudes are just gonna be throwing change throwing, at the ground. At least a dime for yeah. a dime. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh damn! <laughs> I love my wife very much. She's everything, and we're in it till the end. But can I please take off this stupid band? I hate how I have to wear a ring every day. Can we just do away with rings as symbols of love? Message Can you deleted. Play the beginning of that again and tell me it does not sound like somebody who is reading a script with a gun to their head. <laughs> with the, uh, the I love my wife part? Yes. Yeah. I love my wife very much. <laughs> She's everything and we're in it till the end. But- <laughs> Blink if you're okay, man. Send help. This is David Mahoney. There is a certain person, person. so vile, so arrogant, a middle ground between horrible and useless, a culinary and retail nightmare, a person who we call Karen. Karen, why did you do that? Why did you do that? Why? These are the Karen Chronicles. Why did you do that, Karen? If you are somebody that demands to speak to the manager, this is the best time to be alive because there's so many different ways to complain in 2023. 
Back in the day, you used to just have to ask for the manager and then go home and complain to your significant other, but that was the only outlet that you had. Now you've got Yelp, you've got Google, you've got all these review sites where you can... Advisor. Tri- <laughs> yeah. You can let the world know how angry you and are with that establishment. it doesn't matter how big a piece of garbage you are, you're going to find an echo chamber on your Facebook telling you that you were right in your Karen and Darren antics. So the first one here is for the French Laundry Restaurant, which is a very high-end uh, restaurant. Literally the highest-rated restaurant in the world, Dave. Yeah, it's got four and a half out of five stars. Thomas said five out of five. It's the French Laundry, for heaven's sake. It's where the governors dine. It's one of the pilgrimage sites for foodies in the culinary universe. It's That's literally considered the be- to be the best restaurant in the world. Really? Uh, year H in said, and year out, yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, Leah H., five out of five. The service is impeccable. The food and wine pairing is superb. Ambiance is amazing. Ambiance? But yet somehow, care was not impressed at one out of five stars. I'll be concise and sum up this review in one word. Yuck. This place is the absolute epitome of pretentious garbage. Expensive, nasty, and wimpy portions. My hotel concierge even told me I couldn't wear regular clothes here. What gives? I literally vomited after eating here, almost on the front steps as I was leaving. But luckily, I was able to duck behind a bush along the side of the restaurant. French Laundry is actually a fitting name because the food tastes and smells like dirty laundry. Save yourself hundreds of dollars and go somewhere else. I'm doing you all a big favor with this free advice. It astounds me when people are weirded out by the fact they have to dress decent, nice, whatever that is to you at a fine dining restaurant. Yes, you can't show up like Oscar the Grouch, Karen. It's if you want one of the nicest restaurants in the world. A G-string and a spaghetti strap uh, tank top, go to Las Vegas. They'll let you in any restaurant anywhere there. Period, because money counts. But when you're going to a Michelin star restaurant, there's a difference. So this next one is for a place called Sexy Pizza in oh. Denver, Colorado. I appreciate the name. I don't. I don't think that sexy and pizza go together. I have sexy seen pizza. way too many of those uh, movies in the early aught years. Mm, yeah. And uh, not trying a fan. To, trying to mix food and, uh, and, and gratification. Also, what I feel is like hotter get- than a cheese pole? That is sexy. Mm. A cheese pole is sexy. Yeah, you're kind of right about that. Is that sexy? Uh, yeah, man. Is that somebody who's lactose intolerant? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> grow up. Messy. If you're lactose intolerant, grow up. <laughs> grow up. <laughs> <laughs> it's got four out of five stars. Robin S. said five out of five. My daughter li- lives within walking distance, has ranted about this place for a year. I went and wow. Joey R. said five out of five. It's my go-to pizza spot. Best pizza in Colorado. Cooked to perfection every time. Karen U. And Mahoney, I think you'll appreciate this. Spelled C-A-R-I-N. Oh. Yeah. Karin. Oh. Karin. Said, sexy pizza. Well, maybe after a bottle of whiskey and a few pain pills. All you're feeling after ordering this trash is shame. Damn, I wish I'd taken home the frozen pizza boy instead. Seriously, if I want a crispy cardboard, I can find a mat that a hobo sleeps on and put it in my oven. At least it'll have some flavor. Not sure how serving burned ash black rod of pizza on thin chips is considered acceptable by people. Literally no sauce on top and barely any meat. I will never, ever order this trash again. I would rather eat off the floor than have sexy pizza again. Why do I feel like all Karens complain about the portion size? Size matters. Size. Oh, does it? Yes. Yeah. I'm here to say. As a, as a Karen in training, <laughs> I've been working my whole life towards this. And the final one here is a review from a Darren. This is from Alp- 
Alpesin, I think is how you say it. It's a dandruff-killing shampoo. I've never heard of it, but I guess it's supposed to be pretty good. It's got 4.3 out of 5 stars, 4,000 reviews on Amazon. And it's a dandruff shampoo. It's a dandruff shampoo. I feel shampoo. like whenever I see things like that on Amazon specifically, you like fake? I, it's bought. Yeah. I mean, there's no way you have 4,000 reviews. People are just clamoring to the comment section. Are you kidding me? Keith said 5 out of 5. I've been battling flaky scalp for almost my entire adult life. And they life. admit that? I, I've tried nearly every over-the-counter shampoo at Rite Aid and CV. Yes, to no avail, this sh- shampoo worked like a charm. I mean, I've, I've suffered from dandruff in the past. But you're not uh, going to the comment section I to bet, be like, wow, I I've had... I bet if had... that you would. <laughs> I mean, I tried head and shoulders and sell some blue day. Those are my, my go-to. Did Selsa you leave blue, reviews? Yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Oscar, five out of five. Very effective. Highly recommend. Darren did not have a good experience at one out of five stars. I've had chronic dandruff my entire life. When I was in the hospital the first time, they didn't even wash my hair. The second hospital washed my hair twice weekly, but that did not resolve the problem. What worked is auto-urine therapy. Not this product. Books are written on auto-urine therapy. Apply the urine to your scalp. Rinse. Next, use a metal dandruff comb and a plastic dandruff comb. Rinse. Then, massage scalp with a manual massager again. Rinse. I rinsed three times before the layer of dandruff and urine was nice and thick. My dandruff layer has become very thin today after my first urine therapy. This is just some weird kink. Wait, it's a real thing. I'm looking on it online, oh, and it's like no. multiple articles talking about okay. washing your hair with urine. Arrest all of these people. Just deal with the dandruff, homie. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Have you guys ever had a really bad neighbor before? I mean, obviously the one that's the worst neighbor for me was when the uh, the meth head squatters were living next door. That was that was that one's great. a that's a high uh, bar to clear. Yeah. Remember yeah. whenever I had those that potential murderer who yeah. was my neighbor well, and then also you the hoarders? Had an actual murderer in your neighborhood? Oh my god, I forgot about that. How did that, how did I just forget about that? Yeah. And yeah. the one guy who also tried to hmm, the cops yeah. the, the one time. Yeah. I, my neighborhood was lit. I yeah. should move back. Pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Uh, but ha- having a bad neighbor is not a lot of fun, especially if you're in like an apartment complex and there's like multiple levels. Well, there is um, this is a, takes us to an apartment complex in Maryland. There have been multiple reports from residents of flying dog poop. And I guess that somebody has a dog that they don't want to take out. And so they let their dog take a dump on the balcony. And, and then they, they just, just chuck it over the edge. Are oh, so lazy. So, the hell, man. So like, gross. why would you have a dog if you don't? Want to clean up after it? Get That's a cat. Like, yes, like well, cats have litter boxes. At least you could even train a cat to poop in a toilet. Yeah, man, get a cat. Little the situation cat. has become so severe that some <laughs> residents have been hit by flying poop while walking on the oh, sidewalk. I will go up there and uppercut you right in your junk. Down. Oh my god! <laughs> yep. I would kick that door down. I actually had somebody in my apartment complex recently, Dave. Uh, have their dog defecate in the parking lot and just leave it. And I feel like people who do that, you are the laziest piece of scum, like pond scum walking with legs. How, do you, how are you so lazy? The people who leave, uh, the people who leave dog poop in parks and or uh, and or uh, like other public spaces. Uh, you're you're you're. It goes worst people on the planet. You got racists. Then you got you. Yeah, you're number two. Number two. You are number two. Yeah, I mean, are the worst people on the planet. It always surprises me. It's like one thing if like a dog goes off and you don't see it using the bathroom. It's a whole other thing if you're walking your dog and it takes an enormous slam right in the middle of the sidewalk. You have so and many grocery bags. I know you. Why, why are you you're out with your dog and you didn't prepare? 
And maybe this is up with your hands, you piece of garbage. <laughs> maybe it's just because I live Period. in suburbia, but also like there's a lot of those like dog things out where you can yeah. actually just get the bags if you forget one. But to think that like you're on whatever floor this this person is, right? Like second floor, third floor, whatever. And to think that it's just too tiresome to go down a couple flights of stairs to take your dog out. Like not only is that horrible because you're throwing poop off of the ledge, but like your dog is getting no activity know, or sunlight yeah. or anything. Feel bad for that dog. So they're trying to figure out who's doing it. The property manager Probably has installed just look security for the person cameras. Poop off of the balcony. Can we <laughs> fling them off the balcony when we find out who it is? Yes. Look at that. Another like piece of crap falling out of the sky. Yep. Monty Python style. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. How is it possible for anyone to be productive on a rainy day? Whatever motivation they're gaining, like to at least have a hint of it so I can get just one thing done. Message deleted. It's rainy days. When you think back to the pandemic, the pandemic was essentially like one giant rainy day. And I mean that nobody felt like they needed to do to accomplish anything. You know, you just sit around, maybe do a little bit of work here and there and then drink. I love laying in bed and just listening (laughs) to water hitting like the windows and the roof and everything being just like super quiet in my house. I don't ever want to leave bed. That's like... It's the favorite place when yeah. it's on like a Like on a day. Saturday where you mm-hmm. don't have anything going on. It's, I know I know places like Seattle and, you know, places where it rains a whole lot. They, they're, they're sick of it. But we're, when, it, when, it, when you don't see it when all it the hits. time, it is magical. So I lived... I went to college in Lexington, Kentucky. And the year that I moved, Lexington was dubbed the wettest city in the entire country, like beating Seattle. That's a pretty big shock. Uh, yeah, man. It was like around, I, I think there was like almost 300 days of no rain. And I was like, this is, I'm going to get sunsick. Nobody's ever said that before in their lives, right? But I was like, it's I, too it's, sunny. It's too My life sunny. is too perfect. <laughs> I'm too tan and hot. <laughs> I felt that. Don't invalidate my feelings, Dave. <laughs> if you saw someone's zipper was down, would you tell them? Is that is that weird or no? Message deleted. Depends how well you know him. My trash day is on Tuesday, and I was walking out with the trash mm-hmm. and uh, get it set out the night before. My zipper was down, and you know, being See, in a new neighborhood, not I've met none of my pervert. I've and met you do none look of my like a pervert. I've you met do. none of my neighbors. You look like a I've huge had pervert. My, I've had my neighbors look at me, uh-huh, because especially you're a pervert. Mahoney's the pervert. But I felt you're the na- you're the neighborhood perv. <laughs> But I, for sure. The name, but the here's name the thing. Off. I'm out in the street. Yeah, you pull into the streets and all of a sudden the kids just scatter. They're no, like, there's the perv. You, and I realize my fly is down. You can't adjust it there because then you just draw more you attention. You look like you're playing with it. <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was a bad situation, Dave. Man, I'm real sorry. Oh, poor dude. You're just did out you, there with your cans. Did you like have to like pull your full can back into your garage so you could hide the fact that your zipper was down? Just felt real sad, but man. It, this is Dave and Mahoney. So Mahoney, you've been in fights before. In fact, you and I have had a couple of fights before for a good cause, for charity. For sure. Um, but if you think about all of the people in this world that you would not want to lose in a fight to, who's towards the top of your list? Like, is there somebody that you really could not handle getting your ass kicked oh, by? Boy. Because this one really struck me when I saw the headline that Mark Zuckerberg was in a grappling tournament. And he actually won some pretty significant awards at it. And if you can imagine getting your ass kicked 
by Mark Zuckerberg. Like, like I can, I can handle nerd. Elon. I can handle Bezos. Sure. Zuckerberg. I hell, I'd even have my butt kicked by Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett would absolutely Buffett beat and butt kick up. Yeah. almost rhyme. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Zuckerberg, I would. Uh, I would, I, I would, I would, I would, I would take a long walk off a short. If period. I was a jujitsu guy and I got bested by super nerd Mark Wal- lizard person Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg, I, I would absolutely quit martial arts. Have you ever seen the movie Foxcatcher? No. So it's about this. It's it's mogul. the Dupont. Oh really? It's the, it's, it's the Dupont wrestling. You, yeah, I mean, yeah, yes. I know you know about sure, that. Yeah. yeah. So it, yeah, a mogul who is fascinated and in love with you USA wrestlers and has this whole camp and he pays people. To kind of live in this wrestling compound that he's created on his farm. And all he wants to do is for people to wrestle him and lose. Because he finds himself to be such a fan. And he wants to be so good at being this a wrestler. This is based on this a is true story. True story. Yeah, if you've yeah. never seen the movie Foxcatcher, please go home and watch it. It's, it's a fantastic, fantastic so, real story. But it's giving that. So, this so you're is getting the vibes energy. that maybe Mark Zuckerberg... Was paying these people to lose? To well, them? I mean, if you think about like uh, a podcast I listen to, like the history of Rome, I think it was Commodus or and Nero, maybe as well, like who would fancy themselves to be gladiators, mm-hmm. and then they would, you know, they would have to fight like these people, and and but back then they would kill, kill them. You, yeah. It just feels like that, man. This is just little D energy. Yes, yeah. So he won gold and silver medals at the local jujitsu tournament in Northern California. Finger it was his first time competing, and he was competing in both the gi and the no gi. He's been training for a relatively short amount of time, so this does have some of those like, "Ah, do these people lose to him on purpose? (laughs) I am telling you, you have to go home and watch this movie. I'm sure people are familiar with the story, but just the way that it pans out, this is just, and they even kind of look like like the the, the main character of the uh, fox catcher and... Zuckerberg. I guess Zuckerberg uh, had a little meltdown at the tournament too where he was like upset and screaming at the ref at one point, which again is just... Oh, Mark Dude, Zuckerberg. I would have paid so much money to watch him get choked out. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> pay-per-view that. Yes, just pay-per-view Mark Zuckerberg getting armbarred, and yep. I will pay whatever you want. I'll watch it on Facebook. Could you, I mean, there's just no way he would let that happen. I know. That's, That's what's why so it's paid. Weird. It's paid. It's so creepy. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. <laughs> Tell you, man, everyone's so uppity these days. A suspect put behind bars, Mahoney. For what, Dave? After witnesses say that the man was just casually dancing entirely naked in the median of a road. Sometimes you just feel the music, man. In the middle of the afternoon. The music takes control. Of your body. And there's yeah. nothing you can do, naked or clothed. You're just in the moment. You're sometimes living. Sometimes it it's takes 3 over. o'clock in the yes. afternoon, you just got to dance. You do. You just got to dance yeah. it out. It's just in your soul sometimes. And this poor guy gets arrested for it. Oh, this is America. This is America. This is America. Yeah, exactly. Being held on $20,000 bond. Dave, you can't dance naked in the middle of the street. I mean, it's called asphalt. Come on. <laughs> you got to be careful with that stuff. Uh, when the cops yeah. did arrive, he, he had managed to put his shorts back on. Good. Because the employees at the gas station that he had walked to encouraged him to please put on your I shorts. I really kind of, you know, I hope no children are around, but if I saw somebody dancing naked, I just want to throw rocks at them. 
throw rocks at them. You don't want to throw rocks at a naked person dancing. Well, like they're a pond. You're just trying to like skip it across their bare belly. See what kind of wakes you can make. You wouldn't want to throw stuff at somebody who's just naked and dancing in the middle of the street. I feel I mean, like that's I a fight I don't, I don't want to pick. I don't feel like a rock. Yeah. Maybe like a gusher. Or like a, like a fruit roll-up. They, they don't make gushers anymore. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. I don't know. Like whatever, whatever road candy you get. Like what, Pringles. What kind of road candy do you combos. have? Combos. Combos. Chucking combos out of them. Yeah. Funny, yeah. Yeah, not Handful of combos. Yeah. So I feel like a, it's, more, it's more rude to throw rocks. I think than the pretzels like would be as aggressively, uh, you know, that scratchy as rocks. But then he's drunk and he's got a snack. Okay. So a Mulberry man I learned the hard way that Jesus does not, in fact, take the wheel. Uh, he landed himself in the hospital after crashing into a they church during a uh, high-speed chase. Yeah, it's true. Jesus doesn't even know how to drive. He doesn't know how to drive. Yeah. Maybe uh, he would take the reins of a horse cart. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, trooper was on patrol when he saw the speeding car, and then they failed to stop at a stop sign, and then nearly crashed into the cop. That's when they started to chase this guy, and this dude plowed right into a church, and there was a congregation in the church at the oh. time. They did the uh, the blood alcohol level, uh-huh. 0.133, which does not seem nearly drunk enough to be to running crash. from the cr- cops and crashing into a church. No, that's he like went, three Budweiser's. I mean, like through the wall. I mean, and there is service going on yeah. in there. I feel like Maybe he thought a good, it was a like, service center. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> this is a good like water to wine joke in there somewhere, just crashing in. Can we have Jesus party. turn water into gasoline with the prices that they're at right now? Yeah, that would, I mean, don't get me wrong. I appreciate the Cabernet, but if you could just give me, like, even 87 octane unleaded, yep. that'd be great. <laughs> this is Dave and Mahoney. Do you still leave voicemails? Hello? Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Who is someone that's considered a douche to the general public, but, like, you actually think is pretty cool? Message deleted. So I know a lot of people don't like Pete Davidson, but I turned the corner on Pete Davidson. I, I, I think he's pretty cool. I think he's turning the corner nationally. You think so? Yeah. People are coming around? Yeah, for a long time, he just seemed uh, kind of like a poser. Like, he was, his character, like, he's just trying too hard to be that, like, apathetic, I don't care you know, then you start to kind of dig into his life a little bit, and you're like, oh, no, he's like kind of dealt with a lot of his father crazy died in 9 11. He's yeah. a firefighter. Yeah. Like, I mean, he has gone through it. Yeah. He's gone through it. Uh, I would say Dane Cook also. Dane Cook got, man, he was on top of the world with his comedy back in the early 2000s. I mean, he was selling out stadiums. You and- think he's not a douche? No, I All feel, of our professional feel- interactions with him have he- been very professional and very enjoyable. Pleasant. But I feel bad for him because he lost all of his money because his his so half brother stole it all from him. He lost millions, millions, stole stole millions and millions and so millions of stuff. dollars. I mean, at his absolute peak. But he had his a brother little, was his manager. He had a little bit of money left over, and I think he was one of the first comics like during the pandemic that started to rent arenas on his own dime because they were discounted. And he so he's like not. Fiscally uh, insolvent anymore. anymore. We don't think the whole new girlfriend dating her as she turned 18 when waiting for two years isn't an odd thing. Oh, I totally forgot about that. I I mean, here's my here's here's my thing. If you're like 20 years old or whatever, and you're dating a 50 year old, that's on you, man. She's 18. I mean, I don't know what the ages are, but Uh, I'm just saying. Like, I know there's societies like, oh, whatever. When you're 20 years old, you make you're an adult. If you can go to war. 
you can make a decision on who you're going to date. I get what you're saying, but he's known her since she was no, 16 I mean, I, I, I agree and waited that. until she was 18. It's not Ain't like, it. yeah, it's, it's, Ain't I get what you're saying, Mahoney. People who are adults have adult decision, decisions and choices that they can make. But it, that just knowing that little bit of a background because it was like his friend's daughter gives yeah. me the heebie jeebies. Yeah, that's gross. She hates her dad. Yeah, for sure. That's what it is. Yeah, fair. That's, 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 that's less about yeah. him and more yeah. about her dad. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're right about that. Please leave a message after the tone. What is something that is typically associated with your age group that you don't care for? I'll start. I don't think all millennials are lazy. Like, I'm a millennial, and I work my butt off. Message deleted. Do you know what I think is really lazy? Is just lumping everyone together. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like, oh, all millennials are, are lazy or all Gen Z are you know apathetic. How many boomers, or, you know how many greatest, I mean, probably not the greatest generation, but you know, like boomers, Gen X, millennials, Gen Z, Gen Y, they're just lazy people and there's unlazy people. Yes. There's hard workers and it has nothing to do with what year you were born. Yes. It was how you were raised and what's instilled in you just when you were growing lumping up. lumping everyone together so it's easier for you to understand understand just is it more of a testament of your intelligence yeah i feel like i've got a good one um dave uh, mahoney specifically you're kind of like in that uh millennial oregon trail gen x era like you're kind We're of like in the middle, two, middle yeah. of it um video games mahoney you are you love video games you play them all of the time dave you kind of just like casually grew up on them but yeah. you're not really like a big gamer guy nope not at all i, I you know i used to love the, like Mario Brothers and the original Nintendo and all of that stuff. But I, I have not been an adult video gamer just because it's just a time suck. Which is why you like it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I got time to suck. <laughs> and you suck. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, Mahoney, one of the most iconic movies, at least from from my youth, I know that you're very much the same way, is Home Alone. I mean, as far as all-time greats go, that's my favorite Christmas movie to put on. It is an all-time classic, Dave. And it, I used to never think of it as like a Christmas movie, kind of as a kid. Because it, it always was more just about felt the, like the revenge and yeah, the, you know, the bad guys trying to break in. But as the, an adult, it, it has become and morphed into a Christmas movie for me, and the soundtrack for that by John Williams is my actual absolute favorite Christmas album as a whole now. So you'll just put on the Home Alone it soundtrack makes, it, and it, just it let it gives play. me like a little goosebumps. Audrey, look, I got yeah, goosebumps, got goosebumps just really thinking does. about how <laughs> that soundtrack makes me feel because I, Christmas time is my favorite time. John Williams is iconic. John Williams is iconic and uh, an iconic character from Home Alone, of course, was Harry and Marv as sure. Wet Bandits. Uh, and there is a real life Wet Bandit that has been caught only somehow much dumber than Marv. So there's somebody who is causing a stir on social media because they were going around to people's houses in Edmond, Oklahoma, and just turning on their exterior water faucets. <laughs> That's so messed up. <laughs> That's so laughing? messed That's up. That's a dick move. Yeah, That's just so a straight up. dick. You know water damage, how hard that is to get fixed you'll get root as rot. a homeowner? You'll get root rot. You know get what? Death asking. penalty for, for Harry and Marv, now that I know what like fixing you know mold and water damage costs because your insurance isn't covering it. I mean, you're not kidding about mold, man. You get some mold up in your house. It's a mess. But I guess this individual was going out of their way to do this when it was already, like, raining outside. So there's oh, a couple no. that kind of figured it out. They're like, what's happening? Like, I hear the water running. So he asked his wife, hey, are you, like, warming up the shower or something? And she said no. And he's like, well, that's weird because I hear the water running in the walls, but I don't hear hate that. it's raining outside as well. Like, none of it really made sense. Um, and even his ring cameras didn't catch 
the individual who was out there, but they're calling him a, the wet bandit. He said the water was on full blast. And troll. he was saying, you got to be kidding me. But then they started doing it to other people as well. Well, finally, this moron got caught. Well, put him in prison and then hopefully he becomes like the dry, dry bandit, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, no. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 